gentlemen, welcome to today's episode of Midweek Mind Candy. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join us. We hope that you leave inspired and intrigued and looking for how the word we talk about today fits into your life. How do you roll with this word? I'm Stacey Johnston, honored to be here with you, and equally as honored as always to sit alongside my co-host, Cassie Holland. Cassie, how are you today? I am doing great. I'm waiting for Mother Nature to make up her mind, but otherwise, doing great. How are you? I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. You know, we always talk about what we like about this show, right, and how intrigued we get by it and the conversations we have. But I was having a, a conversation with a lady the other day, and she said, where do you get all the words that you use? Right? And so I started, we started talking about all the places that, I, that we find words, right? I bet I saw 10 different people this, this year on Facebook on New Year's Eve post, what's your word for the year? So I'm always intrigued to scan through those words and see which words come up repeatedly and that, that are really open for conversation. And so I think I'm just excited to see what new words come to light for us this year. I think we're on a, an exciting new journey with it. I'm really excited about it. How about you? Where do you see it enter into your life? I think it well. I know that, you know, we talk about the words that we're going to put on the list, and every time I need a word, I look around, and there is a specific word somewhere around me that stands out. And so I feel like partly it's because it's words that I need to discuss, maybe. But I, you know, it's just... I think it's super I like true. that. <clears throat> I like that you said that, that sometimes it's words that you need to discuss. Because I think, I think what we're all starving for right now is just conversation that's, that's safe, right? That nobody's going to step on anybody's toes that's going to bring us all forward. And I think this kind of conversation helps do that. Do you, do you see that? Do you see a, a positive force in this anywhere? Well, I think that... You know, especially right now, like you said, you have to kind of tiptoe around a lot of things and a lot of subjects. But I think this particular show opens up the opportunity for that different opinion. Mm. Right, I don't I like necessarily invite people to the show because I think we have the same opinion on stuff, right? The whole point is seeing different perspectives and seeing different opinions and different definitions. Right, and recognizing that we can all view the same word different ways and, and that doesn't make us conflicting at the end, right? We don't have to have conflict because we see a word differently. Yeah, I love it. All right, well, let's get this show on the road today. We have a great word to talk about, and we have a beautiful guest returning with us today. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, may we bring back Miss Hannah Cremona. How are you today? Thank you so much for the welcome. Hi, everyone, and thank you for having me back. I'm excited for this. You're welcome. So when we offered you the opportunity to come back and sit on this podcast with us, what intrigued you about doing this one-word conversation? For me, it was the idea of simply co-creating without anything scripted, without anything planned, without any um, sort of, yeah, allowing and trusting what comes in the moment. And I think this is where 
this is where some of the deepest conversations I've been having and the most impactful conversations I've been having both um, in sort of these similar situations but also with private clients or intimate groups, you know, where, we, where we're having um, these conversations. This is one of my missions, especially this year, to bring these out into the open. Yeah. And so for me, that was really aligned. And um, to give you a little insight as well, just just the day before we spoke, I was actually having a conversation with someone <laughs> who has his yeah. own podcast show. He told me, Hannah, I'm going to press record because this is really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> having the dialogue um, on, coincidentally, co-creation, which happens to be my word of 2023. So everything just fell into place when he told me these are the best conversations, when they're not planned. We're just having a conversation between you know, two friends, two peers in the industry, and here we are creating great content for other people to be inspired and activated and empowered in their own way and to give them a different perspective. Mm, I love it. I love it. All right, well, then let's dive into this conversation and see where it takes us. Today, we're going to talk about the word risk. Okay. So when you encounter the <laughs> word risk, when you come upon that word in your life, or think about that meeting, what is that? What is risk to you? To me, initially, the word risk is really associated with, it has a negative connotation, and I can actually feel that in my body. <laughs> It feels it feels scary, you know, like oh my god, what am I gonna lose, sort of thing. Um, but when I sit with that, and you 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 break it down to the like the reality of just living and being in this human experience, there's a risk to every single thing. If I'm walking downtown and I'm there's a cafe or a bakery or whatever, and there's this beautiful muffin or brownie looking at me that <laughs> across the road that I, I really desire, um, and I really want to get it, there's, there are some actions I need to take, and with every action there are going to be associated risks. I need to cross the road to get to that muffin, um, and there are going to be all of these things I need to take into consideration, right? Um, and I want to devise a strategy to get there, etc., etc. This is like a, a very silly example, perhaps, but when we break it down to the essence of what is r risk to remove that, to remove the sort of fearful connotation it has, and we bring it down to an everyday action like crossing the road. <laughs> Or walking down the stairs, um, right. it becomes less scary. And um, this, I think, this has helped me take more actions in my life and in my business. Mm. Good point. Good point. I like that. And so many people see the word risk, and their immediate reaction is fear, mm -hmm. apprehension. Right? That that hairs on the back of your neck, like risk what? It's an instant question. How about you, Cassie? When you hear the word risk, what does that mean to you? I think of risk as opportunity. Yeah. I always, I think it was Eleanor Roosevelt that said, go out on a limb because that's where the fruit is. Mm -hmm. Yes. It doesn't, if you don't ever 
step outside your comfort zone or step outside the box, then you don't ever, and you don't ever take the risk, right? What's, you'll never know what's out there. Mm-hmm. That's uh, true. Amen. Amen. I like that. I, I was thinking along the same lines when we, when we popped that word out just now. I was thinking, well, what if, what if they'd never risked flipping the switch to see if the light bulb actually works? Right? What if Mozart had never taken the risk of playing that first piece or Beethoven? Right? What would have happened? And so I look at life, and I think, I think risk comes with the manifestation of an idea. Right? You get an idea, and you get this thought, and you begin to create this thing, and then at some point, you risk putting that out there. You risk taking that, and that becomes personal. There's a vulnerability to risk. Right? But then at the same time, I think if it wasn't for you to do, it wouldn't cross your mind. Right? That risk wouldn't be real to you if it wasn't for you to do. Sometimes God taps you on the shoulder and goes, go ahead, I got you. Step out there and take the risk. I got you. And you have to trust that at some point. So I think, like you, Cassie, I think I see risk as a, an opportunity to adventure of what if I don't. Right? More than what if I do, ask yourself, what if I don't? Yeah. That's really beautiful. And and, yeah. and go there. So, okay, with that, where does that guy, where does that take you guys? I was going to say from the other side of that, right, I have three small kids, right? So they're constantly risking their safety because that's what kids do. Mm-hmm. And my oldest, and my youngest, right, they will climb the tree, jump the fence, get on the go-kart, ride the four-wheeler, whatever we're going to do, right? And my middle one is like, nope. Nope. I'm okay. And it's not that she's just not a big risk taker, right? She doesn't, she likes to be in control. So she's not going to put herself in a position where she's not in control. Mm. As a mom, that is how I see it, right? From her six-year-old viewpoint, she's just like, I, 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 no, I don't want to. <laughs> she's just, she's not going to be our risk taker, right? And that's totally fine. It's a safety thing for her. Right. So, I understand both sides of it. All right. How about you, Hannah? That's really interesting. Um, I just wrote down a note. Actually, there's there's the real like real risks and perceived risks, and I think we all have a different idea of what this could look like. So, looking at your 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 children, um, some of them are taking certain risks to enjoy the ride or to have that adrenaline rush or to have that experience together, whilst maybe our other child is not is not um, seeing the value in that. <laughs> Maybe I don't know, but it it's a uh, it just goes to show that as well. If you and I had to take the same action, I would perhaps consider something risky, and you wouldn't, and vice versa. Depending on our context, depending on our experiences, depending on our situations. Absolutely. Oh. Right. I mean, to her, the risk is not worth the reward. Yeah. And that you know that's. And that has to be that has to be okay, you know. Because if it's not okay with you, too bad, right? Really, at the end of the day. So what I hear from both of you, there's positive sides of risk 
and negative sides of risk, right? It could be up or down, either one. Mm-hmm. So when you're talking to the people that you work with, okay, let's talk about I do, I do integrity coaching for, for businesses and for organizations, okay? Kathy is a recovery coach. Hannah, you have your role of coaching. If I go back, that you want to make sure that people fulfill their lives, their soul's mission, right? Yes. Yeah, so we all, kind of have a, we all kind of have a quest in what we're doing. So when you look at the people that you work with, how do you assess and model the positive side of risk to your clients? Hannah, you go first. I think for, for me at the beginning is to understand where are the where is the gap between what they want to achieve. So it's exactly what we just spoke about, right? Weighing out the the risks and the rewards. Is it worth taking the risk for the reward? How badly do they want it? How how ready are they to take the actions um, and to step out of that comfort zone to to gain that reward um, to to create the impact, to serve the person, to have the business, or to whatever the, the specific goal is. And so from a mindset perspective, it's really about figuring out like what are the resistances that we're playing with here that is not allowing them to fully um, show up, or how can we mitigate the risks, how can we strategize the business in a way that it is um, that it is sustainable on the financial front, on the energetic front, on um, an impact on a social environmental front. So there are all of these various elements at play, and we get to yeah work work with these things. It's very I, 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 it's very complex, but it's very simple. Right. <laughs> and sometimes, sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to get done. Right? Exactly. If it's got 64 steps, you're like, oh, wow, that's huge. But if it's got three, you're like, oh. Somewhat, some, somehow three sometimes is more overwhelming than a page. Exactly. And this is why you'd see, for example, so let's say we're all, we're all in the coaching consulting sort of area and a lot of us would be doing our own marketing or taking actions such as, for example, launching your own podcast or um, going on the social media and doing some videos, you know, putting yourself out there. For, for some that is bloody scary. And so their perceived risk of doing that is huge. Mm. Correct. For someone else, it might not be, you know, because it's, they see the value in it. Right. Good point. How about you, Cassie? How does risk and the positive aspect of risk come into what you do? So as far as recovery goes, I don't know. I think that the people that are in the position to stop using, right, that there are very few people that start using drugs just because, right? It's either for, you know, they want to fit in or they're trying to numb something out or they're trying to drown out. It's because of something, right? So for them, it was never about the risk involved in doing drugs, right? That, that, that was the whole point. Mm. So it's kind of, 
it's almost backwards, right? Because in that scenario, the point that you have to drive home is that the reward is not taking the risk because the risk will kill you. Amen. Good point. Good perspective. How about with your children? How do you model risk in a positive way to them? Well, so this is a good example. My son is eight, and he is he takes jujitsu classes, and he has been to a couple of tournaments and. Every time before he fights, he gets super nervous, right? He's nervous. He's not sure of himself. He's questioning all of it. And I have to reassure him, right, that there's no such thing as a loss. You either win or you learn, right? So the risk is positive either way, right? If you like what you do and this is what you do all the time, then you go in with a 50-50 shot of a tap out, but either way, you win. Amen. Great perspective. I love it. Yeah, yeah great perspective as a parent. How empowering, mm-hmm. you know, to teach a kid from the time they're young that you don't, you don't ever lose. You just learn. If it didn't work out that time, how come? And then when you approach it next time, you get a whole different perspective because you get to take with you that knowledge. Beautiful perspective on Maris Cass. Love it. You know, for me, I worked with a behavioral health agency for a while, and one of the things we talked about from the very beginning is if you're not cohesive here, if you don't trust each other here, if you're not willing to risk laying out who you are to the people that you work with in this agency, then people that walk in the door aren't going to get better here because they're going to feel that. And people, have, people get better in an environment of trust and safety, and confidence, and um, if they don't feel that within the people that they're in, um, exposed to, right, the people that come into the the people that work at the agency, the people that are supposed to get you better, if they don't, if they're not better together, you're not going to get better there, and it, it, it makes a huge difference on the positivity of the outcome of mental health, behavioral health, substance abuse, it's a huge difference on the, the outcome and the recidivism rates that you have. And so risk is, what's the risk if you don't? Right? What's the risk if you, if you don't come together? And I think that's always my biggest point with people is, is if you don't take the step, if you don't take the chance, what then? What happens if you don't? Right? To you, to your dreams, to your heart, to your soul, to, your, to all the things that you put into it. Is that for nothing? Take a risk. Write the story. Right? Because if you, if you start today with what you have, where you can, to the best of your ability, if you, like you said, Kathy, if, you, if it doesn't go well, you're not any worse off than you are right this moment. You haven't lost anything but some time. But you've gained knowledge on how to make it better next time. Take a risk. Do it afraid. Right? Do it afraid. I promise you that somebody's got your back. If it wasn't for you to do it, it wouldn't even be in your head. Take a risk. And so I think, what if I fail? What if you fail? But what if you fly? You fly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, what if it's the greatest thing ever? You're never going to know if you don't lay it out there. Take the chance. 
right? People that want to start a business, want to reach out, want to serve, want to change the world. Change the world and be their cheerleader. They're going to be there, right? Somebody's going to be there to catch it. It's not you're just going to build your wings on the way down. You have a choice. Take a risk. In my perception, that uh, life is too short not to take a risk. Life's too short, right? I really love it. I really really want to echo a little bit of what you're saying, if I may. Please. Um, because this is this is really important when it comes down to um, you know these self-doubt sort of talks about you know what if I fail what if it doesn't work what if people reject me what if it, what if nobody says yes or what if nobody signs up to my program what if no one buys my product <laughs> all of these things um, we can you can stay stuck asking yourself that question you can stay stuck trying to perfect something before you take that action, before you take that, 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 that perceived risk. Um, but you're never going to know and you're never going to improve that thing until you take the action. Because the lesson is what's going to help you make it better. The lesson, that you, the insight that you collect along the way is what's going to increase your confidence and shut out the chatter and reduce the fear along the way. But it's, it's doing that repeatedly and it, it, there's this cycle of every time I take action, I am collecting new evidence, I'm collecting new insights. That's going to help me take a better action next time and a better action next time and a better action next time. So yeah, Absolutely. Part of, risk is part of the human development, <laughs> human growth process. Right. Well, you know, if someone hadn't taken a risk and thought, you know what, if you give a, can, a kid a can of soda, chances are they're going to drink half of it. So why don't we make half-size cans? Somebody took a risk, that would be a thing, and so nobody would get mad because it wasn't a full-size Coke, and now they're everywhere, right? Kids are satisfied. They've got a little tiny Coke. It was a small risk, but they t- if you don't take the risk, you never know. Everything that's out there is because somebody saw one and thought, I can make that better. And they took a risk and they laid it out there. And so our world grows with welcome risk, right? I mean, there's crazy risk. Like if we're up in the airplane. You go ahead and jump out. I'll see you when you get down there because I'm not jumping out, right? <laughs> uh, that is a risk I am not willing to take. Uh-uh, not happening. Probably not going to bungee jump. Probably not going to jump out of a plane, <laughs> right? But I'll lay that thought out there or that program or that podcast or that thought uh, without question. So... Like, risk is different to me. Kathy, where does that take you? love what you said, Hannah. Kathy's found the mute button. You are, yeah, sorry. Hit the mute button. <laughs> I think, like you said before, you know, if, if it's not for you, right, if it's not meant to be part of your journey, it probably won't ever cross your mind. Mm. You know, so the things that keep coming back to you or that you keep thinking about or that, you know, you keep seeing little bits of or seeing signs of, it's because the universe is daring you to take a risk. It's not... For, it's not for nothing, right? If it keeps coming back to you, there's a reason. Yes. Right? 
So if you have a friend that comes up and is like, hey, would you like to go um, climb Mount Everest? Right, your your first thought is not going to be like, yeah, I'll, I will risk my life to climb that icy mountain. Let's do this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Have you ever thought about doing that before, right? In that situation, right, you get to decide the risk versus reward. Right, but I think in, the, in an everyday situation, that, right, risk is, Mind you, this is coming from somebody that has wicked anxiety, so everything is risky for me. I think everything is risky. <laughs> give me a scenario. I'll give you 75 reasons how it could come out negatively in about five seconds. <laughs> so. Oh. You know. um, <laughs> So you're saying there's a risk in following your boss. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Life is risky. Oh. You just have to do it. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Well, just before we hit, we hit the record button, I was talking about the risk of driving to the airport and getting stuck in traffic and having my waters break. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, you know, so for me the, the reward was not worth <laughs> The risk. <laughs> no. Right. You mean telling that story about childbirth and traffic is not what you wanted to do? <laughs> no, I mean it would be it would be an interesting story to share. <laughs> I mean, would you? Be oh, girl, I don't blame. It's not part of my plan. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, that was fun. Oh, girls, I've had such a great time having this conversation, Hannah. You're so fun. I can keep doing this all day, but at the risk of losing our audience and bearing on your time at the end of your day, uh, we're going to have to find a way to round down. And so I'm going to start by saying, Dana, Hannah, thank you for risking yourself and your transparency and your truth to come and join us on this conversation, right, and just to open these doors. I hope people that hear this today take a risk as well. Evaluate what risk is about in your life, right? See what you're afraid of and do it afraid. Take the risk. We need to see what you got to shine in this world. I thank you all for being here. It was an honor to spend this time with you, Hannah. Kathy, I'm going to give you the stage for a moment. How would you like to close out our show with risk? Um, by first off saying thank you for being here, and I hope that your birth is not risky at all and that it's beautiful and that everything goes well. But I would like to leave our audience with a challenge. Right? Take a risk. Like I said at the beginning, she said, go out on a limb. That's where the fruit is. Mm. To dissect that, right, you don't see apples growing on the trunk of a tree. Right? They grow out on the ends. So you have to take a risk, climb out, reach outside of your comfort zone, even if it's little. Little things equal big things. The risk is worth the reward. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. No, thank you for sharing that with us, Kath. I, I love your wisdom. I, I'm always inspired by it. Hannah, we would be honored if you'd take the stage for us and close out our show. Give us the last 90 seconds. How would you like to leave our audience today with risk? 
Um, first of all, thank you, ladies, for having me and, and for bringing these conversations to inspire and empower and activate uh, more people across the globe. Um, to end this, for me, coming on here and speaking, for example, is was perceived as a risk, um, a big fear of mine for public speaking, for example. Um, so I feel that, ah, again, it's coming back to the reward, because the reward is greater than me. The reward is bigger than my fear. The reward is bigger than that perceived risk I have of maybe saying the wrong thing at the wrong time, or all of the other stuff that we, we all of all of the other stories we make up in our minds. So when we feel a little bit scared, I want to challenge you for for all of you listening to really ask yourself and to unpack what that is. Like, where, where is the resistance? Where is the fear? What is the truth? What is actual, so, like, what is, that, what is at stake over here? What are the consequences of not taking action? And what are the consequences of taking action? And from a very logical point of view, we, we remove the emotion and we realize that actually the risk is not so huge after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs>